Welcome to episode number five of the Countries for Kids podcast with Karen from Case of Adventure. Try to have your map of Croatia in front of you while you listen so you can spot the cities and places that we talk about. You can also put a marker for Croatia on your world map. Don't forget to download your Croatia printable pack with some fun activities for you to do and your Croatia map in it. To find the printable pack, go to caseofadventure.com forward slash Croatia. Croatia is located in Central and Southeast Europe. On its borders are Hungary to the northeast, Serbia to the east, Bosnia and Herzegovina to the southeast, Montenegro to the southeast, the Adriatic Sea to the southwest, and Slovenia to the northwest. Can you see that on your map? There are about 4 million people in Croatia, and the capital city is Zagreb. Let's listen to how they say Croatia in the Croatian language. Listen to this man saying, do you speak Croatian in the Croatian language? Should we try? Your turn. The capital city of Zagreb has a wonderful charm. It has more museums than any other city in the world, causing it to be named the City of Museums. The city is bursting at the seams with fabulous cafes that serve the wonderful Croatian coffee. Coffee drinking is taken very seriously in Zagreb. Croatia is hot. The hottest summer months are July and August. It's one of Europe's sunniest spots. There are picturesque pebbled beaches lapped by the beautiful crystal clear water and incredible national parks. Croatia has eight national parks, including the Plitvica Lakes and Kurka, both of which are famous for their stunning lakes and waterfalls. You can stroll along the wooden boardwalks among the Plitvica lakes. You can see the beautiful waterfalls and the huge leafy green trees shading the pathways. The sun sparkles on the water. Careful though, you can easily step off the boardwalk into the water. Something really cool is how some of the mountains are very close to beaches. The Biokovo mountain range contains one of the highest peaks in Croatia, but also lies just a few miles from the sea. It's a beautiful area scattered with wildflowers and butterflies, sweet-smelling pine trees and limestone boulders. After a slow climb up the mountain, you can head back down for a refreshing dip in the sea and a delicious gelato ice cream. But before we move on, let's talk some more about the capital city of Zagreb. In Zagreb, there are lively street markets, green open spaces, blue street trams driving along the roads with beautiful architecture. The market in the main square sells all kinds of things. Some of the food is cheese, sausages, delicious looking pastries, crepes. 
One of the most famous landmarks in Zagreb is the Zagreb Cathedral. It's built in the Gothic style and dominates the city skyline. St. Mark's Church is also very well known. It has one of the most colorful roofs you'll ever see. And when the light reflects on it, the roof sparkles. There are tiles which are put together to make pictures, the medieval coat of arms and the emblem of Zagreb. There are lots of restaurants where you can sample delicious truffle dishes in Zagreb. Truffles are those delicious mushroom type fruits which are found underground and are fabulously exciting to discover because people will pay a lot of money for truffles. In 1999, a man and his dog found the world's largest truffle in Istria. It weighed about 1.3 kilograms and made it into the Guinness Book of World Records. Truffles can be used with risotto, polenta, pasta, meat, vegetable dishes, even in salad. In Zagreb, you can go up the Zagreb 360 for amazing views of the city. You take the elevator to the 16th floor of a really tall building and see wonderful views of the old town. Lots of red-brown roofs, tall spires, blue sky with sunlight reflecting off the roofs and mountains in the distance. It's beautiful. One of the most famous and popular sites in Croatia is in a city called Split. The remains of the Roman Emperor Diocletian's palace is in Split and that is now the buzzing heart of the city. The ancient columns, temples, walls and underground cellars house dozens of bars that are hidden away, restaurants and shops. In many places in Croatia you can take a ferry from one place to the next. From Havar to Split you can go by ferry. Many people take this route. The seats are similar to seats you'll find on a train, except you can look out over the beautiful water as you travel. The Pula Arena is the name of the amphitheater located in Pula. The port city of Pula is in Istria in Croatia. The arena is the only remaining Roman amphitheater to have four side towers still preserved. In Zadar, in North Dalmatia, there is a lovely old town and several Romanesque churches, plus the amazing sea organ. This sea organ produces music powered by the waves. I'm going to play you a piece of music so that you'll know what it sounds like. Wasn't that amazing? Could you hear the music? And did you hear the sea in the background? So when you're standing there, the organ looks like large marble steps leading into the Adriatic Sea. Each set of steps holds five organ pipes and is tuned to a different musical chord. As waves and wind push air through the channels, the song pours out through the organ pipes. Let's talk about Croatian food for a minute. It's always so exciting to enjoy food from other cultures. Croatian food is influenced by Turkey, Hungary and Italy. 
Pasta is one of the most popular foods there. Istarsky fuzi is a type of pasta that is usually served with stew. Rosata is a Croatian custard pudding similar to creme caramel and is delicious, I can imagine. Zagorski strukli is a traditional Croatian dish made of dough and various fillings that can be either cooked or baked. Pizza is found almost everywhere in Croatia. That's what I'd probably have, wouldn't you? Some pizzas are so good, just like the ones you find in Naples in Italy. In Croatia, breakfast is light and people usually eat bread and jam and drink tea or coffee. Lunch is the main meal of the day. It usually has soup, meat with vegetables and a salad. Often though, these days, people need to be at work for most of the day and so lunches together as a family are less common. Zagreb food is very similar to many other European countries including meat dishes and side dishes of potatoes and root vegetables and cabbage. In Slavonia, they love pork. Many dishes are based on pork meat with red paprika as the main spice. Along the Dalmatian coast and on the islands, the food is based heavily on fish, greens, olive oil and then seasonings like garlic, rosemary, parsley, very similar to Mediterranean cuisine. Another dish that sounds delicious, pug cheese and Croatian cured ham. They serve it on an oval platter with pieces of the sheep's cheese from the island of Pug with the cured ham beside it. Tomato salami is definitely a speciality. There are many different versions for you to try. Also, you are very likely to see a pig being roasted on a spit along the side of the road or outside a restaurant in many places. If you are traveling in Croatia, you are likely to see dolphins in the water when you are traveling by boat. Many rare animals are found in Croatia. The national animal is the pine marten. Predators are wolves, lynxes and brown bears. Dalmatians, the dogs, were named after Dalmatia, a region of Croatia. Some of the rare animals are the snow vole, which is from the family of hamsters and the Mediterranean monk seal. These seal species were hidden from people for so long that everybody thought they were extinct, but suddenly they reappeared in Croatian bays. Croatia used to be part of Yugoslavia. In 1941, in World War II, German forces invaded Yugoslavia. The resistance fighters were led by Josip Tito, a Croatian. Eventually, in 1944, the resistance fighters, helped by the Soviets, broke through the German lines and forced them to retreat across the border of Yugoslavia. Then, in 1991, Croatia declared independence from Yugoslavia. But the communist Serbian president, Slobodan Milosevic, wanted Croatia to still be controlled by Serbia. So, from 1991 to 1995, for four years, the devastating Croatian War for Independence was fought. Eventually, Croatia won, and there are many sites in Croatia that can still be seen, with damage from the war, bullet holes, walls that have crumbled down. 
but they are slowly rebuilding. Independence Day in Croatia is the 8th of October. A German Second World Warship can be spotted below the surface of the water in a bay near the Croatian port of Jablanac. The first torpedo ever was constructed in Rijeka, Croatia. And the pen was invented in Croatia. In 1906, a man named Slavolijub Penkala invented what was called a mechanical pencil. And today we call them pens after him. The columns of the White House in Washington, D.C. are made from white stone, which was mined on the Isle of Brak in Croatia. Croatians can vote when they turn 16 years old if they have a job. If not, they need to wait until they're 18 years old and then they can vote. If you were to take a map of the world, the town of Ludbrig in Croatia would be right in the middle of the map. One of the islands in Croatia has only 13 residents and there are thousands of islands, 1,246 islands in Croatia. The biggest necktie in the world was 808 meters long and was displayed in Croatia in 2003. It took five days to complete and was tied around the whole Pula arena. Can you imagine? An awful fact is that there are still some undiscovered buried landmines in Croatia from World War II. Croatia doesn't have just one traditional dress, each region has its own. A common one is white dresses for the ladies with colourful fringed shawls, long striped socks and flowers in their hair. The dresses have blue embroidered lace on the skirts. For the men, baggy white pants, long untucked white shirts and black vests and hats, as well as red, blue and white bands around their waists, are their traditional dress. Musical instruments from Croatia. The dangubika is a small Croatian stringed instrument having two single or double strings and a pear-shaped body. The frula is a Serbian musical instrument similar to a flute but about medium-sized. Then the guider is a bagpipe from southeastern Europe. It has a single drone and the bag is usually made of sheep or goatskin. The lejerika is a Croatian musical instrument which has three strings and is played with a bow similar to a violin. The currency of Croatia is the kuna. One kuna equals $6.28. Croatia has been a member of the EU since 2013, but it's kept its currency, the kuna. The Croatian flag combines the colors of the flags of the Kingdom of Croatia, which are red and white, the Kingdom of Slavonia, which are white and blue, and the Kingdom of Dalmatia, which are red and blue. So the colors of the flag are red, white and blue with the emblem in the center. The official language of Croatia is Croatian, but Serbian, Italian and Hungarian are also spoken. Croatia is an official language in Croatia as well as in Bosnia and Herzegovina, parts of Austria, Italy, Serbia and Romania. Counting to 10 in Croatian, Zedan, Dva, 
tri, seti, per, sest, sedam, osam, devet, deset. I don't think I said those very well. Let's see what they should sound like. Idan, dva, tri, seti, pet, sest, sedam, osam, devet, deset. Croatia is the birthplace of Marco Polo, or so the locals claim. The ancient city walls of Dubrovnik are amazing. You can walk on them all the way around the old city. To end off, I'm going to read to you a section from an article called Out of the Rubble in Croatia from AdvancingNativeMissions.com. At 31 years old, Damir Spoljerik could hardly wait to get married. He had spent most of his twenties thinking that he would be single, as he was fully engrossed in the work of the Lord. But the Lord gave him peace about marrying, and soon afterwards he excitedly proposed to his long-time friend Melita under a bridge in Croatia. The wedding date was set for a few weeks later. His country was still in the midst of a war of independence from Yugoslavia. But even in wartime, people still have to work, eat, sleep and get married. Or so he thought. In the wee hours of the morning on his wedding day, Damir was rudely awakened by a huge explosion. A thousand kilograms of TNT had just exploded a few miles from his home. What was going on? After a short while, another huge explosion, this time even closer. Lord, what's happening? Only later would Damir learn that the Croatian army had just launched Operation Storm, a large-scale military operation to recapture areas held by enemy Serbian forces. With his thin bedroom walls rattling like crazy, Damir realized that any moment could be his last. Lord, maybe it's not your will for me to get married, Damir mused wryly. His relatives and friends began calling in to inform him that they were fleeing the city and could not attend his wedding. I understand, he joked nervously, that you're supposed to attend a wedding, not a funeral. But even though most of the guests had fled and the city had turned into a ghost town, Damir and Melita decided to brave the bomb attacks and get married anyway. Understandably, the minister performed a quick ceremony. The young couple then drove off hurriedly for their honeymoon, dodging air raids and artillery shelling, and all the while praying fervently behind the wheel of their car. For Demir was determined that nothing, not even bombs falling from the sky, would ever stop him from praying and believing that out of the rubble, God would still bring forth a miracle of love and deliverance. And God proved him right. Not only did they manage to enjoy their wedding and honeymoon amidst the warfare, but also before the week was over, Demir had baptized three men, a Croatian Catholic, a Serbian Orthodox and a Bosnian Muslim. We're expecting a harvest of souls now, Damir proclaims confidently. During the Balkan Wars in the 1990s, the Lord gave us an unprecedented season of sowing. 
The Croatian church distributed lots of Christian literature and Bibles. We ministered to so many war refugees who were suffering and shared with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we truly believe the harvest is coming. That's a special story. Thanks for listening to the Countries for Kids podcast. Don't forget to download your printable pack on caseofadventure.com forward slash Croatia. See you next time.